Welcome to the Thrive Church Podcast. We are so glad that you are joining us for this time today. We hope that this message will encourage you, build your faith, and help you thrive with God and thrive in life. Now to the message. Alignment. Uh, Alignment. And we're talking about aligning our hearts with God. Right? Because God's way, His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. That He has a good way for you to go, doesn't He? And that, that, so aligning our hearts is when God moves left, we go left. You're left, my right. Uh, it's backwards. And when he goes right, you go le- right, right? It's when, yeah, I'm confusing myself. But when you, when he moves, that you move with him, that you are with him in alignment. Um, and so what moves God's heart, as you get your heart aligned, will then move Move your heart. What breaks God's heart will then break your heart. What, what he cares about will then, you will then care about. That, that you will be moved with, like we said even last week, moved with compassion to action. We've been talking about, it's been around Proverbs 4, verse 23. Proverbs 4, 23 says, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Your heart and the condition, the alignment of your heart is important because God has got good plans for you, a hope, a future, but it is actually your heart which will determine, am I going to go in that good plan or am I going to go in a way that seems right to a man but ultimately leads to death, Scripture says. Right? So we talk about aligning our heart with him, aligning our heart with God. And now our heart, we're not talking about the boom, 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 boom in your chest. We're talking about the heart. Um, scripturally, we see in the Bible, it's where your spirit and your soul intersect. It is, it is from where your thoughts, your emotions, your beliefs come. So we talked about uh, one of the ways to align our heart is say, God, search my heart. And that as we do that, the Lord will then search your heart and remove and create a, a, a soft heart, a clean heart. Uh, the other way we talked about is the best defense is a good offense. And that, that actually to be on the offense looking for, okay, what do I want in my heart of the things of God and go for it? Not just worried about, um, oh my goodness, we got to keep this out, but actually proactive. I wish Canada would have done that against Croatia today. Proactive that we would go and go and try and get something in there. Same thing is with our hearts being proactive um, to say, okay, what do I want and go for it? And then last week we talked about being full of compassion and love. And that is what will cause you to move. That Jesus, he was full of compassion. When he was moved, he, when he had compassion, he was moved with compassion. And that's when he moved. So today I'm going to continue with this message. And I want and I'm calling it hearts full of faith. Hearts full of faith. Now in the Bible, there is a man named Abraham and God came to Abraham and he called him to action. He called him to move. And he said, okay, move here. Go in this way. And know what? I actually have a promise, a plan, a purpose for you. In Genesis 1, uh, verse 1, it says this. 
Now the Lord said to Abram, see, uh, God later changed Abram to Abraham, just like today you have been, your identity has been changed to now a son, a daughter of God. It was uh, a type and a shadow. God changes your identity. Later on, God would change Abram's identity to Abraham. But now the Lord said to Abram, go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. So he's saying, listen, God's saying, Abraham, leave everything you know. Leave everything that's common to you. Leave everything that you're familiar with and go somewhere unknown that you don't know. I know many people in this room can actually identify with that, where they've come from another country, maybe another province, and they've gone to a place which they do not know, the promised land of Calgary. Um, but And there, that, that Abraham, he, God says, leave this place and go to a place that you do not know, but I'm going to show you where to go. See, he, 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 God gave his word and there was a call to action, to move on my word, to take action. In Genesis 12, it continues on and he says in verse 2, and I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make you, uh, your name great. And so you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. And in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. So God says to Abram, uh, okay, listen, you need to, I'm calling you to leave the place which you know and go to this place which you do not. He gave him a word then to move on. And then he says, as you do, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make you a great nation, the nation of Israel. I'm going to bless you. He became very, um, in many ways, including wealth. He says that every nation through you will be blessed. How is that possible? It's because through Abraham's lineage came Jesus. That you and I are blessed through Abraham, not only uh, be, because now we have the blessing of Abraham what because of Jesus, but Jesus came through the lineage of Abraham. So through Abraham, every nation would be blessed. So, But it all started with this. It all started with the word from God. It all started with the word from God, God saying, leave what you know and go to this place which you do not know. Leave and go to the unknown. Leave this place. And it wasn't just, okay, I think this is a good idea. Okay, maybe. But uh, Hebrews actually describes what happened here. Is In Hebrews 11.8, it says this. By faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed by going out to the place which he was, uh, was to receive for an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he went. See, by faith, Abraham went on God's word. When God said, go, it was by faith that he stepped out. Now, faith, what is faith? Faith is trust in God. Uh, back when I uh, taught Bible college, I, I gave this definition. Faith is being bold, taking God at his word, and acting on it. Because there's faith without works is dead. Uh, uh, trusting God is saying, okay, God, I trust you at your word. I know what you say, and now I'm acting on it, right? So, it, so that's what Abraham did, is he stepped out by faith into the unknown. And through his obedience, 
and steps of faith, God blessed Abraham. He blessed his descendants. He blessed all nations that were actually experiencing part of what now, the blessing that came from Abraham's obedience and stepping out in faith. See, it, it takes faith to step out, to start something, to step out into what God says. But know what? It also takes faith to continue and to remain in the place that God has for you. That faith starts something, right? The word of God builds faith and it starts, but in order to maintain or to stay there, you need to have faith. In the next verse, it says, by faith, he lived as an alien or a foreigner in a land of promise, as a uh, in a foreign land dwelling in the tents with Isaac, Jacob, his fellow heirs, of the same promise. But in verse 9 where it says, by faith, by faith he dwelt, by faith he lived. It was by faith that he remained where God had for him. It was by faith. See, he, he, he started by faith, but he remained or dwelt in what God had for him by faith. He lived in the land of promise by faith. See, God, he doesn't change his mind. He doesn't just start something and then leave it undone. See, he who began a good work, scripture tells us, he will finish it, right? And so many people in the Bible, many people today are really good at starting, right? They're very good at starting, but there's, the th there's a difference between starting and finishing or starting and continuing. And that, that in order to start and to continue in the things of God, you can only do this by faith. In Hebrews 11, uh, we see the hall of faith, if you will, one way of it's described, is we see people who started and continued in what God had for them in faith. In faith. Second Chronicles 6, 9. It's not going to be up to the screens, but I'm going to read it to you. It says this. It says, the eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. That God, he is looking throughout the whole earth to show himself strong to those whose hearts are fully committed to him. It makes me think of the verse, Proverbs 3. Don't trust in your own understanding, but instead trust the Lord with all your heart. Another way you could say this is, is trust God, have faith in God. See, I believe God is looking for those whose hearts are full of faith to show himself strong. Why? Because when our hearts are full of faith, we will, we will move and start something, but we'll also remain and continue in it. See, because it's faith to start it, but you need faith to continue in what God has for you that you'll be able to move. See, Abraham started out and stepped out by faith, and then he continued or he lived in the land by faith of trusting God. And I think God is looking for you and I to ha be having hearts full of faith so that not only will be, we be just starters, but that we'll start and continue as we live in faith. Living by faith and trusting in God. And when we step out in obedience to God, have you ever found this is God says, okay, take this step. 
And then it's like you don't see things right away. Have you ever found that? It's like, okay, I take this step out in faith and it's not like suddenly it happens. Instead, it's, it's you're not seeing it. That, that it's, okay, I'm waiting. I'm not seeing this, this change. The promise, um, I, I think that, that sometimes it's, it's God will use time that he's positioning you also, sometimes the promise is for you, but also for generations ahead of you, as Abraham was, uh, generations ahead of you. But at times, when we step out, we might not see it right away. Times where God's called you to do something, and you're not seeing it yet. And it can be frustrating. It can be discouraging, can't it? Like, I did what you said. I'm doing what you said, and I'm not seeing it yet. And I believe this is why we need faith. This is why we need faith. Hebrews 11.1, 1, Natalie already quoted it, is uh, now faith is the assurance of, of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen, or the evidence of things not seen. Faith is our assurance of things hoped for, of things that we cannot yet see. By, because we just don't see it out here, but faith says, okay, I see it in here that I see it in my heart, that I'm convinced or convicted that, you know what, it might, I might not see it yet out here, but I see it in here. Why? Because God has said it. He's spoken his word. Because a heart full of faith, I believe, have, has eyes of faith. Eyes of faith. When you can't see it out here, I believe then you can, when you have faith, you see it in here. I think you, when it comes to the things of God, you always have it in your heart before you have it in your hand. That you'll see it by faith in your heart before you see it uh, in your hand or you see it in the natural realm around you. That's why God has called us not just to be living by what we see, but actually to be living by faith, by living by what he has said, which goes beyond what we see and says, it's not sticking your head in the sand, right? Like faith is not sticking your head in the sand and saying, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. Everything's good. No, no, no. It's saying, okay, this might be going on around me, but I that what God has said, he will finish. What God has said, he will do in Jesus' name, that he will finish what he started. So as you start and continue in faith, I believe then it positions you for God to work in your life, to accomplish the plans, the purpose that he has for your life. Psalms 92, uh, which we, we get our name as a church from, those who are planted in the house of the Lord will flourish, or in other translations, thrive, in the courts of our God. But it's those who are planted, those who remain, and then you flourish. See, there's a remaining. And you remain not by just pure like will, not by like, uh, you remain by faith. You remain by faith. I think if Abraham was midway through and said, that's it. I'm going back to the, the place where my family's from. I'm leaving here because I'm not seeing it. I think it's, it, it, we, would, we would be having a whole different situation right now. It would be as if you plant something and then you uproot it. You know, uh, many people start things. You start praying and then, then, okay, I don't see the breakthrough, so I'm going to stop. You know, you, you, uh, you start um, 
uh, following God in a way, but I'm not seeing it right away. So then I stop. I, another way, I, I start tithing, but I, I, like it's already been a week and I haven't seen it. And so I stopped. Or I, I, I just, I keep walking in what God has said, but I'm not seeing it, so I stop. Or on a practical way, of like, oh man, I'm going to the gym, and suddenly I've gone twice, and I've done two of these, and I'm not buff, and so I stop. Um, you know it's danger if I'm referring just two of these. What am I even doing there? Two of these. Um, but without faith, you stop. Without faith, you can't continue. Because maybe you'll try in your own strength, but your own strength will only get you so far. Because what God is calling you to do is beyond your own strength. It, because you're not to live by your power, your own, own might, but you're to rely on God and his spirit. It's as if God is setting things up that, oh, this is a bit beyond you, so you're going to have to rely on me. You know, we need faith to be able to see beyond what we see in the natural. In Galatians 6, 9, it says this, let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we do not grow weary. Don't lose heart, because why? In due time, you will reap if you don't grow weary. In other words, there's opportunities to be grow weary, opportunities to be discouraged, opportunities to look around you and say, what is going on? But that's times where... Um, where then instead you can actually go to the word and what God says to build faith in you. Now, Abraham, it wasn't just like a very cookie cutter, even how uh, Hebrews 11 says, there was some time in between that Abraham, he was like, okay, he was in his tent and he was looking in his empty tent. God said, I'd prosper you, check. He said, I'd make you a great nation, no check. He was frustrated. He was sitting in this empty tent and God came to him. He said, hey, what are you going to do? Like, sure, you're blessing me. You're doing all these things, but it's just going to go to my servant because I like you haven't even given me an heir and I'm old. She's old, but don't tell her that. And like and, and he's frustrated with God because what he's seeing is not what he wants. It's not what God says. And God then, he takes him actually out of his tent. He says, look up to the stars, start counting. He starts counting, one, two, three. And uh, he counts and he says, listen, as many as stars, so is your descendants will be. And God's word, see, God gave him another word and it built faith in him. In the time where he was doubting, God gave him another word and it built faith within him. See, God, I believe that it, he's not asking you, okay, I'm going to do it in my own might and just knuckle it and try, white knuckle it and I can do it. Instead, that we can actually rely on God and allow that, his, that faith will come from his word. In Hebrews 10, 17, it says this. So faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. That, that faith is actually built within you, built in your heart. Your heart becomes full of faith as you hear God's word. I love that is that it, we don't just have to try and figure it out and come on our, on our own, but instead we can just go to his word, the Bible, and allow him to speak to us, and that will build faith, trust, reliance on him, and that, that we can actually then move in what God has. Um, that it is God's word 
that builds faith within your heart. Hebrews 10.38, which won't be on the screen, but it talks about that we are to live by faith. And what's interesting is so we're to live by faith. And it's interesting because Jesus even, even said when he was being tempted, he said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Well, what, where does faith come from? It comes from God's word. So in order to live by faith, we need to then be living on the word of God, allowing that to be building faith in you. And as we, uh, as we live trusting God, being bold, taking God at his word and acting on it, I believe we position ourselves for God to work in and through you. Uh, and that because God is seeking for those that he would show himself strong. He's looking for you. I, I know if God's looking for someone who, to show himself strong to, I'm like, God, here I am. Here I am. And I think uh, how we do that is by allowing the word of God to fill our hearts full of faith so then God can say, okay, I know that you will start and you will continue because faith is filling your heart and you're able to start and to continue to dwell in the land. And I believe on the other side of your yes to God and obedience to God is more than anything you can ask, think, or imagine. That, that on the other side, like, I, I think of these guys in the Bible, did they ever think this is what it's going to be? Like Joseph, okay, he's got some dreams of some wheat bound down to him. Did he ever think, okay, I'm going to be the second most powerful man in Egypt? I probably not. He was just like, I'm happy for this coat. Guys, bow down to me right now. But instead, God had better plans. Did Abraham fully see what God had? I don't know if he fully saw. Would, would some of the, uh, the Apostle Paul, would he have seen what God had for him? I don't think so. But know what? On their yes to Jesus and stepping out in faith impacted. I wonder, as you say yes to Jesus and you step out in faith, how many more people I believe that will actually be impacted through your obedience to him and dwelling and continuing to stay in where God has called you. Ephesians uh, 3.20 says this, Ephesians 3.20 says, Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. That God is able to do beyond what we can ask, beyond what we can think by his power as we step out in faith. Living by faith and God's word and acting on it. I think I think it's an exciting adventure. I whoever says Christianity is boring, I think they're doing it wrong. Um, it's it's like thrilling, exhilarating. Sometimes I know this doesn't like, sometimes it's like, okay, God, you better come through because this is a little crazy, right? It's like there's times where it's exciting. Why it's an adventure of faith relying on what God has called you to do. And I believe as you do that, God will work in and through you to impact your family, your church, your neighborhood, your city, and beyond. You don't know what's on the other side of you stepping out. Uh, from you saying, okay, God, I'm going to step out with you. But I'll guarantee you this, though, is as you step out in faith, not only will it impact you, but it'll be beyond you. Because the promises of God, what God has for you, is for you, but it's not just about you. Right? God never just says something or gives you something or promises you something or calls you to something just for you. 
That's very counter North American culture of like, it's all about me. But actually the promises of God are for you, but they're beyond you. They're not just about you. That, that you can actually walk in them and God will use you. And maybe, maybe you're, you're hesitant of like, oh, I don't know about stepping out, whatever God is asking or, or taking a step or walking by faith. Like, God, will you come through? I know he will. I love this scripture. It is Philippians 1, 6. It says this. It says, for I'm convinced of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus, that he will finish what he started because he is faithful, he is good, and that as God is calling you out, as, P, as he even said, Peter, hey, come to me, as he's calling you out to get out of your metaphorical, hypothetical boat, that he is there for you and he's leading you to something that is beyond yourself, but also, but that is for his plan, his purpose for you. Right there, uh, the, the heart, guard it, because from out of it, what? It, it directs your steps. It sets the course of your life. He has good plans. He has good purposes for you. But in order to take those plans and purposes, it can only be stepped into and remained and dwelt in through faith. So can I encourage you today to, to allow God's word, his spirit, to fill your heart with faith. To be known as someone who walks and lives by faith. Because he will do what he said he'll do as you trust him. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us for the Thrive Church podcast. We hope this message encouraged you, built your faith, and helped you thrive with God and thrive in life. We would love to see you on a Sunday soon, in person or online. You can get all the information at thrivecalgary.ca. If you would like to support a partner with Thrive Church financially, you can do so by going to thrivecalgary.ca and click the Give button. Know God is for you. We love you and have a great week.